Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com golf. Fella. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. How are we doing, Optal? Oh, what a weekend, and uh, it's nice to be back in here with you. I got to be honest, and uh, my mic just cut out there, yeah, and I don't know what happened. You're back, baby. You're here back. we go. Here we go. We're going to get into the weekend festivities. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I got the Fact Daddy t-shirt on. Uh, out of respect to uh, him, the Toronto Police, which we'll get into, but it's a collector's item now. So it is. It if, is. If you want to go on missingcurfew.com and get a collector's item of the Fact Daddy, but yeah. Uh, are we going to discount him? We should. We'll discount him. Yeah, we'll discount him because we'll yeah, he ain't going back. I don't think he's going back. No. But uh, I'm talking, I want to talk to you first and foremost here. Um, PJ Championship. Oh, it's at Oak Hill. Nice track. Um, shout out to our friends at Blue Light. Uh, one of the major homes for Blue Light. In USA. Rochester, New York. They're going to be flowing. 15 bananas up for grabs this week at what? Oak Hill. 15 bananas. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of bananas. So I was just thinking there, our friends at DraftKings, what yeah. do you got for some odds there? Oh, Maybe we oh can, geez. Like, I got it know. pulled up right here on the sportsbook, DraftKings.com What ones app. jump out to you? Uh, for me, I mean, you got to look at the guys that just are in there every day. I, I can't wait to see, you know, Brooks Kepka in a PGA event again. Plus 2,000 to be the winner. Plus 2,000. Um, again, Jason Day coming off one of his first wins last weekend in a long, long time. He's healthy now and playing well. He's plus 2,800. But when you look at the top 10s, this is where, you know, there's find some good value. I think Jason Day at plus 250. Just one last week. Yeah, just, just one, one last, last week. week. Exactly. Um, DJ plus 260 to finish top 10. One last week in Tulsa on the yep. live tour. Uh, Cameron Smith, you know, what's he in it? Plus 3,500 to win and plus 320 to finish uh, top 10. Our boy Max Homa plus 360 to finish top 10 plus 4,000 to win. I mean, plus 4,000. Why not put a hundy on it? I know. I know. Put a hundy on it. Plus, I mean, listen, the feel good story would be Jordan Spieth, but he's got a bad wrist. He didn't play in the Byron Nelson last week. He's got he's, a bad wrist. Oops. He's at plus 3,300, but tread carefully because they don't even know if he's playing. But Homa at plus 3,300, like you said, great bet. Another guy I love at plus 2,800 is Cam Young. Cam Young, yep. Bombs yep. it. I guess Uppy, from what I heard, you know I'm a, you know I'm a golf nerd. Uh, live at the PGA, uh, the players were saying you have to drive it straight. You have to drive. Like, you cannot. The rough is like cabbage, I guess. So, you Bad, got huge bunkers. Huge bunkers. So, maybe these guys like Rory, Cam Young, that just bomb it straight down the dial pipe. It back. You got to fucking find a way to hit the fairway. I don't have a dial it back button. Do you think Rory does? Rory, no, but he's been working on his putt. He had to take a mental break from all the press conferences he's doing about. No kidding. 
Just play some golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. What an exciting time again. This is the second major of the year so far. This is the second major of the year, and it's in good old New State of New York. I just just going to be great, and the blue lights are going to be buzzing. The blue lights will be buzzing. Are they allowed to? Uh, you know, are they allowed to sling beers? Sling beers back on the track or the players? Or yeah. <laughs> maybe if you put it in your water bottle, maybe. You think? What is pa- John Rom to make the to, to top ten? He's minus one twenty five. Wow. I thought that might have been like plus two fifty. Because he's a top 10 machine. Plus 175 for a top five, John Rom. Oh. I mean, John Rom's just been, he's been killing it. He's been Is crushing Patrick it. Cantley really the third highest? To uh, win it or top per, 10? Yes, predicted to win at plus 1600. Yeah, they project uh, it'll be on Tuesday when he finishes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no good kidding. Point, yeah, good point, Max. Good point, Max. He's slow as fuck. No one bet on him. <laughs> he's got Tiger's old caddy though, Joey Lakov, who you got to you got to meet that big kid. Yeah, right? great guy, great guy. Do you um, want to pick a winner ups? Yeah, I would like to. I got uh, you know what? I, I said him earlier. I'm gonna take Brooks Kepka. You are a eh? plus two twenty to finish top ten, but he's plus two thousand to win. I'm gonna take Brooks Kepka to win. I'm gonna take Cameron Young at plus twenty eight hundred to win. Here we go. You should have seen on, on social media, Max Holma coming to the field. You should have seen a veteran move. He had three, ba- three luggage bags. You know mm-hmm. how like a, a flight attendant will put their bag and then they'll hook the other one on it. Yeah. So they, Max had like four bags hooked all together that he was pulling, pulling was off because his golf bag or no, no, this is just straight up luggage. Oh, nice. So the weather's going to be Thursday. Bring out your fucking toque Friday. Maybe your umbrella or, no, Friday's going to be like almost 80. Saturday, maybe rain. Like, it's just like you had to bring. It's, she's up and down. You're like, playing in Ireland. It's like you go on the, tr- on the road. You get 14 pairs of yeah. shoes. You got to have lots rain of Rain jacket. You got a fleece. You got leather. You Monkey some bum. tight jeans. You got some cords. Ass wipes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then, obviously, he said, I texted him. I said, fellow veteran move with, with the, you know. He said, yeah, once you have a kid, too. I said, I'll be Matt talks about that a lot, too. Like, when you have a kid. Oh, would he be bringing you, the whole family there? I know. The, those oh, guys travel with the family. Sh- I mean, shit show. They travel with the family. Yeah, it's beyond. It doesn't even fit in one vehicle anymore. It doesn't? No. Is that why you got six cars? Packing plays. <laughs> you, that- fucking, you got uh, you know, <laughs> bottle warmers. You got bottle cleaners, bottles, diapers. That's full on. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. So you, kids. You, you sacrifice like how many shoes you bring on the road now for baby stuff? No, I don't sacrifice that. I still bring the shoes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. The sneaks. You got a pair sneaks. of boots. You get some flip flops, depending on where you're going. Maybe a pair of slippers. If you're in a house with rough floors. <sighs> got to wear the slippers. Like Billy Quinn. Got to wear the slippers. Yeah. Um, 15 bananas up for grabs for That's these golfers. Insane. That's nice. Uh, blue light. Have a weekend up there, boys. I'm up. Listen, I'm. You know, we're going to get into Uppies World right now. I'm going to have a nice weekend of watching the PGA Championship. Hopefully the rain doesn't fuck me. Cameron Young, Brooks Kepka. Let's go. Let's see it. Oak Hill looks like an unbelievable track. Come so. on. Uppies World. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. Excellent. All right, up. What dog. are we saying? We're saying. Huh? Go ahead. What, what a, what a weekend. weekend. Um, Happy birthday, go. K-Wash, our boy. What a legend, uh, man. I turned 50. Um One of the ultimate humans that ever, you know, ever walked the planet. You talk about, you know, him... Uh, owning a T-Rex and, and being a, a dinosaur. He, he's, he's a T-Rex. He is a, uh, he's, he, a he's an animal. Movie. What a great guy. Um, threw a party for 200 of his friends, closest friends who all showed up and participated in the orange party, in the seventies party, in the dance parties, um, all time. It was great. It Seen was. a lot of people we knew. We met our boy, Vince Vaughn. We did. Vince, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn turned to our table and, and actually grabbed us and just started shooting the shit like yeah. he like he was sitting in a dressing room. So when I walked into the Friday night um, dinner, yeah, and I saw Vince Vaughn, I yeah. went up to Mac L and I'm like, Mac, I'm having a hard time not being starstruck. Like <laughs> yeah. this guy is literally one of my favorite actors ever. And like me and Mac L and PJ or yourself, like we do a lot of texting throughout their movies, right? Of old school or whatever it's been, right? Of so course. I I. I was pacing myself to have the opportunity. I wasn't leaving that party without talking to him. And then sure enough, he's sitting right, be- right behind me and right behind you. So yeah, he came over. Yeah. I was blown away, which makes him even better is he's just like his character. Yeah, he is. Like yeah. he said something like, I'm oh, sorry, I'm not a talker. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, you just blew my mind, man. You just blew my mind. Yeah. And then we started talking hockey with him. Yeah. Uh, shout out to our boy, Bully. Yeah, he faced, soon- we FaceTime Bully. We FaceTime yeah. Bully. Bigger, bigger beauty that boy might be is he didn't answer Vince Vaughn's FaceTime. So I'm not going to feel bad when I don't answer your FaceTime anymore because Bully didn't answer Vince Vaughn's FaceTime. That's fucking big league yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it's all yeah, time. Yeah, totally. 
Had some good stories. What a, what a memory you had of uh, your series against, you know, yeah. your two the series Canucks, against Blackhawks. the Canucks, Blackhawks. Um, he called the, the other ones against, you know, but the Preds. Did you ever play the Preds? Blackhawks? I played not, not in the playoffs. No. Okay. But I, I mean, he loved your game. And wow. then he just, he reminded us of how fucking big of a dick bully was. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's awesome that Vince called the Sedins, the Sedin sisters. He's like, yeah, the Sedin sisters. So I'm like, nah, fuck, it still stings, but you know, they're great guys. He's not sure they are, but, and he would say like, he asked me like, how much was bully in everyone's head? And I'm like, yeah, bully was, bully was pissing everybody off in our dressing room. But, but Vince said like, he's like, those were some of the best battles. And he brought the line brawl that we had at the United center. And, and then just, you know, he's married to a girl from Calgary, I believe. If, if I wasn't too yeah. drunk, that's what I thought. Yeah, but yeah, no, he so. talked like a Canadian guy and he just, I mean, I don't know. I was, I was blown away. It was tall, tall, yeah, fuck, taller six, than four. You. Yeah. I could have talked to that him. That might fuck the cast up, right? Like, cause you got all the, the actors are small, like cons, yeah. And, yeah, but I guess him and Owen Wilson got to see eye to eye. Cause they're yeah. in, you know, they're in some of the most classic movies. And, of all time. and uh, Will Ferrell and Will Ferrell. Will's, Will's tall. tall. Will's yeah. tall. Yeah. Um, I did see Vince at the aftershaker. I was like, I wonder if he's going to get on the dance floor. He was just kind of hiding back a little bit. The, the party was so big that I, yeah. you know, it would be crazy. Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, and this this thing, like, you you won't have to go too far to see some videos and photos of this of this party. I think uh, Kevin said he was going to make sure that this goes viral at some point this week. So um, between the drone show that had a Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> and a drone show, I mean, there were 750 drones in the sky all talking to other, all talking to each other via you know, AI, let's just say, and all synchronized to tell a story of our friend, Kevin turning 50. Yeah. And the highlight of that was a massive Tyrannosaurus Rex head eating what turned into be just this dollar sign, crush, it. crushing it and then spinning around to be a face of him. And then a <laughs> Bitcoin. I love that. It, it was just, it was, it was all time. Um, the girls look beautiful. I mean, shout out to all so the girls. So beautiful women Beautiful there. women. I mean, the guys are doing all right. Yeah. The boys are doing good. It shows you what money will get you. And a good smile. Money will get you. Money will get you. Listen, the boys are doing good. Uh, the uh, girlfriends and wives were beautiful. The food yeah. was insane. Shout out to Chileno Bay and Discovery for putting it on. Um, it was it was spectacular. I'm going to say. By the way, the, the fireworks show, he had... He had 25 minutes of fireworks played off in six minutes. <laughs> he was like, it was a 25 minute pyro show yeah. that he said, I want these unleashed in eight minutes. Yeah, it was he, he was excited to get on. The, yeah. I mean, the party bus he had with his fucking picture on it, it was fucking hilarious. And then I rode the party bus with him after the dinner to, to his party on the Friday night. And he, he's like, all right, let's get off the bus because this is about to fucking go down. <laughs> this is about to fucking go down. Yeah. I would say, I mean, your outfit on the Friday night, you look like Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm going to say, like, for best dressed and comfiest, I'm going to give it to Noah. Noah's two outfits on the orange party, and the next night, the Friday night, he had, like, silk pajamas on and yeah. slippers. I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, way he to go. figures it out. Way yeah, to go. Yeah. Noah's, Noah's and Noah. to Noah and the orange party, he had his toes painted orange. I'm like, fella, that, that's yeah. the little things that, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm never going to like, that's next level. How so. do you even think of that? Yeah. Do you get the shiny buff or not, do you go with the orange? Because we're part, going to an orange not party. Not his first party they had to dress up for because he was right or wrong. yeah. Dolly had a couple good outfits too. Yeah. And then the women, I mean, you know, Noah's wife, Polly, she looked unbelievable. Grace yeah. looked beautiful. Chelsea looked beautiful. McKenna, Christina, like everyone. I was just like, holy shit, yeah. I was looking great. So yeah, and the golf. By the way, there's some golf. guys, there's some guys out there, and you know who you are. You got to pay your bets. You got to pay your bets. You can't leave Cabo without collecting up. Sure, yeah. Never, well, you're listen, never, no more back see now. That there's money. more money to be collected. You can't just collect in Mexico because it's a substantial <laughs> amount of money. So, it is. Uh, for those of you, I, I, I kind of want to mention your name on here, but I won't. <laughs> uh, pay your debts. Pay your debts. Yeah, I want to say one thing too that the speeches were. First night, whatever. The second night, his dad, first time I've seen Dennis talk, it was unbelievable. Like, he was like, 200, 200 friends. And he's like, well, I guess Kevin does have 200 yeah. friends. And then <laughs> just like, he's like talking about everything. He was just a G. He had sick, yeah. those sick uh, Nikes. I think they were uh, Travis Scott's. Yeah, he they? had the Travis Scott uh, high tops. He's like, what, 80 something years old? He's wearing yeah, sick he's, kicks like that? Listen, his dad is all time legend. His mom, mom gave great a great too. speech. And he just shows to, um, you know, the family. Um, just how they can present and throw a party. It was it was quite special. So very fortunate to be uh, to be at that bash because it was one 
a hell of a time. Yeah, I came out of the gates hot too on the Thursday night. <laughs> fucking Rufus, dude. I got back at to Billy's at like six. Well, couldn't sleep. Had to get an IV just to get me to the party the second night. Thank God I had those IVs set up at the house. I could just feel the life getting back into me. Like, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, K Wash, you're a legend. It was unbelievable. Um, I watched Major League on Major League on the way down. If anyone's looking for an old classic to throw on it, what a fucking you've play. watched every Major League. I know, but I haven't watched it in oh, forever. Really? And it's just if you ever want to treat yourself to is a good old fashioned guy. How do you guys? like these marbles? Is that that one or is that? No, that's the second one. That's the second one. Yeah, he goes over to Dorn's place and he's like, <laughs> uh, Dorn, I want to know why I didn't come up with that ground ball uh, Riker hit in the ninth. He's like, What do you want me to do? Die for it? <laughs> he's like, You ever take another play? I'll cut your nuts off and stick it down your fucking throat. Like it's. It's just like Jake Taylor's all washed up. Rick Vaughn's and fucking <laughs> Rehab, juvenile delinquent. <laughs> fucking Willie Mays wasn't invited to camp. It's just like, who came up with this shit? So yeah. uh, it was a great weekend. A lot of love, Uppy. A lot of love yeah, down in Cabo. Yep. A lot of IVs. A lot of tequila. Fuck, I drank a lot of tequila. Yeah. It was I fun. had the, yeah, it was rough on the guts. My guts the last couple of days. I don't know if the think tummies, the is why. There, there wasn't a tum out there that could you help. You know what gets you? It's the ice. Ice in the drinks. No, it wasn't so much about that. It was just no. like, just like. You know, it just felt like. Were you smoking hard. cigars in the course? And no, shit? I wish. Oh, that's I what gets me. That. Yeah, that's what gets me. I think it was all the limes. It's a lot a of lot. the limes. Limes will get you. Limes. You know, get people you. go to Mexico. You understand? Like you drink a lot of margaritas. I do. I think it's that that acid gets in. There. Yeah, listen, to Billy Quinn. Shout out to Billy. He's a fucking beauty. Um, how'd the, the bar way, look? How'd the bar oh, look in his body? Bad. The bar is unbelievable. It is. We now, just yeah. sat there, watched games, and drank fucking. Nice. But he does it. Six limes. Two shots of tequila. Yeah. What's the other bottle? Quantro. Quantro. Yeah. And then a splash of, uh, fuck, it's another thing I'm not going to remember right now, but a little Uh, splash of that. Orange. uh, No, it's like a clear. Okay. Just a little splash. Then you have (laughs) a little more ice, salt on the rim, and you don't quite get that. Nice. There's no no margarita mix in there. All right. And there's just a shit ton of tequila. I was the sleeps in there. This is the best beds on the planet. I did not sleep the first fuck. The the, the Thursday night of the the orange party, I, I couldn't sleep. Like. Well, I didn't get home till six, yeah. but on Friday night, I shut the mill hard in there. Yeah. Good. Hard, hard. And then Saturday we took her to five. Nice. Nice. That's a good, good, good effort. Valiant you know, effort. Yeah. I didn't get enough time around the pool because I just was going too hard at night. And I just, you know, the one that the, the Saturday we watched hockey, we should have been by the pool probably. Yeah. My tan's not as good as I thought I was going to be. That's okay. The outdoor TV is what we're looking for. There. We, we should help. Yeah. There's a couple things we could, we could help. Yeah. The, maybe the we'll pad. fire Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank out, you. Outdoor TV be nice touch. Hey, for sure. Uppy's world. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. Excellent. A little promo here before we get going. Please enter the Taylor made to win contest. Oh, it looks great. I like, I don't know what, if you guys are we giving away all that shit. I've, if not, if, you, if <laughs> we don't get more people signing up, I'm keeping it. So get out there and sign up. No, no but that's joking. like, well, what, I mean, this is half the gift right here. I mean, the bag and the, the grand and the prize is unbelievable. The first prize is unbelievable. Maxi, what the fuck do they have to do? There's tons of way to end, tons of ways to enter. Just visit missingcurfew.com right there on our homepage is the uh, the link to to the page where you can um, find ways to enter. And there's um, there's yeah plenty of ways to follow us and and get multiple entries up your chances to win any of these uh, great prizes. Tons of great stuff from TaylorMade. Yeah, well said. Yeah, it's right there. Free enter drivers. To win. Click Free on clubs. the click on the button. Sign up. Put your friends in there. Yeah. Put your damn email in there. I think that's all we need. To get you on the list. Yeah. And then fuck, we'll pull a name out of a hat. Look, Binger's got the driver right there. These I mean, drivers are sick. The stealth twos are nasty. They're, They're nasty. nasty. They're nasty. And we know you guys up there need some golf balls. We give them golf balls too. So we're giving free golf balls. For yeah. you slashers. If you up don't there like a home. free nugget, then I don't know who you are. Yeah, exactly. Free so nuggets. We're pulling a winner before the Stanley Cup finals. So yeah. you know, so before two the, weeks. Before the finals are over, you could be teeing it up with the new set of TaylorMades. Love it. You've Check heard it, it here. MrCurfew.com. We'll be right back. Fella. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew Updog. Speaking of golfing, we got our tea time segment brought to you by our good friends at TaylorMade. TaylorMade. Like we just said, lots of giveaways here. They've given us tons of product. We want to give it to our loyal listeners, but um, we've had some teams exit the playoffs here. Um, so here it comes. Tea time is presented by TaylorMade. Let's start with the Edmonton Oilers fellow. I'm sad. I know. I'm sad. I know. I mean, it's it's just a... Uh, just when you think you're so close, you're, you're just so damn far. Fuck. Uh, and the game of hockey can be ruthless sometimes. Um, you know, just when you think a team, you know, after 
Game two in the second round where the Oilers absolutely pump the Vegas Golden Knights. I think everyone in the league said, um, in, including people all over TV, you know, people writing in the papers, the, that the Edmonton Oilers are the team to beat, right? Yeah. I think we were on, Jesus, we were on our NHL Network show saying this last week. And, we were. And then they just, you know, they lay, lay an egg. They can't stop a puck. They, you know, can't put four lines together to, to, to win a hockey game and... Um, you know, it snowballs and it snowballs fast in the game of hockey in the playoffs. It's you know, highs and lows. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, the differences in winning and losing the inches, the game of inches. It's, uh, yeah, shitty. <laughs> yeah. And to me, it's like, you know, when you, when you like see a hot, hot broad, right? Like she's so hot, but then you realize like maybe she's not the nicest person, but you forget about it because of her hotness. You're like, yeah. she's so hot. McDavid and Drysdale did that to me with how good they were against LA. Like they were so good. That I forgot that Stuart Skinner was a rookie and stinks. I forgot how bad their fucking defense were. And I forgot their lack of fucking depth. And what we saw in that series against Vegas is hockey is still a team game. And I forgot that because of how good McDavid and Drysdale were all season long in the second half in the first round in LA that we watched game six firsthand. It's still a team game ups and Vegas was the better team. And here we go again with Edmonton. What do they do now? Right? Like McDavid and Drysdale are in their prime. And they lost in the second round to a good hockey team. That is probably the favorite now. Um, but to me, it just showed their holes. And, and, and that's why they're not playing. And it does suck because McDavid and Drysdale wasn't quite as good in the second round as he was in the first round, nor that's hard to keep that standard up. Yeah. But listen, I mean, Skinner, he looked like a rookie. And maybe Jack Campbell was fighting it mentally. But to me, and I said to you down the stretch that they got to find a way to get Jack Campbell going. They gave that guy five years, 25 bananas. And he was a non-factor really in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And, and their D nurse, I, you know, you make 9 million bucks. It's not your fault. Good on you. He wasn't very good. Uh, Bouchard defensively was exactly what I expected. He wasn't very good. Yeah. He, he can't. Yeah. He, he can't be out there playing against, you know, top lines. He needs, he needs Ekholm who I, th I think again, Ekholm probably could have had a better playoffs, um, but he needed to be everything that they needed defensively because no one else was really doing it. Yeah. You know, CC could have been a, a guy that stepped up and played and played better. Um, you know, I think today or yeah, as of this week, injuries are starting to come out. I think Evander Kane was playing with a broken finger. Was he? Um, yeah, that's yeah, well, that was in the news today. I think Yanmark. I think Yanmark was hurt. He was a big difference you know, when he was healthy. It gave them some depth and some you know some veteran help. Um, it's just it's it's tough. It's tough. You you, you would expect these guys to um, to understand just how. Um, you know, just how lucky they are to have in their prime Dreisaitl and McDavid both playing at a level that they're playing. And it's hard for everyone to get, you know, to get up, to play for that, to play for those guys and to bring their game up that much. I love the, what Derek Ryan did. I love I the love way the that way kid War play. Fogel played. Yeah. And I love Derek Ryan. Yeah. I'm Derek Ryan did play well. For, for a guy that was just not even on a fucking radar to be in the NHL two years ago. This guy plays the way he does now, and he's solidified himself as a national leader. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, Ryan Nugent Hopkins wasn't good enough five on five. And then to me, like Nick Bukestad, Bukey's a good guy, but his game in a nutshell, in game six, William Carlson goes in the corner, fucking bitch slaps him off the puck. I mean, bitch slaps him off the puck. Go behind the net, low to high, bing, bing, boom, Marshall bangs it in. Like, come on, Bugie. Like, they, they bring you in there, like, just, you're six foot fucking five. Yeah, but like, he's not that player. But that doesn't matter. Uh, I know, but it doesn't matter. I know. Like but. you got to give your ball. Like how many chances do you want? Like you're, he's not going to get a better one than that. To I know. Fucking I win just, a Stanley well, Cup, well, like. All I'm saying is you got to know going in that if a guy's never done it before, it's hard to really get him to do it. Does that make sense? Like he doesn't do it. It's, I don't know what to tell you. It's yeah. like, they're, they're just not they're Opposition knows that they won't do anything. Now I, I get what you're saying, but like, you know, I, I would for, for, me to, for me to score 50 goals was never going to happen, no matter how yeah. hard I tried. Yeah. Now, for Nick Bukestad to give his balls a tug and not get out beat on battles down low, that's just will. That's not, I know. That's not anything Facts. but will. And he just yeah. doesn't have it in him. And, and if I'm a GM and I'm going to sign him, I'm going to be like, why, why do I want this big six-foot fucking softy? I don't want him. And I like Bugie. It's not the personal. No, I know. But you just I, had a chance. They had the path to the fucking Stanley Cup to win the big one. Which even if you didn't have it in it, I know it's hard for you because you played the right way and you and you played hard in playoff time. But even if you did, I'm looking at a guy like I don't know Mason Raymond, for example. I love you, Mace, but he he was never the hardest guy. But when they went to the finals, he played harder. Like yeah. he just had to play harder. I know, I and know. Unfortunately, so some guys I just don't think I, I don't know what it would take. 
Yeah. I'm going to fucking light his balls on fire <laughs> yeah. or, you know. Like if I was McD- like, yeah. P- piss him off. Like, I don't know. Say something There's about his mom There's got to be some way that you yeah. could spark this fuck. Like if I was McDavid, I Sucks. would just, I would have went by him and said, like, you want to make me do it all by myself? Like, does McDavid got to be more of a prick? I don't know. Like, how do you get, like the fact yeah, that these guys I, didn't play harder. I felt bad down, like down the third period. Like there was just, they, you could only put McDavid and Drysaddle out there. They probably could have played the whole 20 minutes, but it's like, guys, man, how do you, watching Marsha showed of all people, oh, of all people, I put know. a clinic on in game six in their a building. A clinic. A clinic. You know, and, and Petro, again, like Petro. <laughs> Wait, have we got to that yet? Yeah, you know, you want to talk about the slash? The or? slash. Yeah, it's a couple. How do you not respond to that? The uh, team doesn't respond. I know. It's like, fuck. A guy goes and does that to your best player, and you cannot fucking find a way to, to respond, to kick their fucking ass. I mean, kick their ass, like, on the score sheet. Yeah, or no, run them. Run them. Run them, but, but ultimately, running them is one thing. Beating them in a game is the next. Like, totally. Using the fact that you're not going to let Someone like that do that to dry side. It just, it, it's upsetting. And that to me is the most upsetting thing. Yeah. And you know, dry shook his hand real quick and told him to fuck off. It looked yeah, like Petro yeah. want to talk to him. Dry had no time for that. I love that. But when dry and McDavid are your best players and the ones playing with the biggest balls, it's like, how can, and I, I do think Yamamoto was trying. I, I just don't think he's that good of a player. Like I, I'm not going to question his work ethic, but he, he, he was terrible, you know, and Ryan McLeod has all the tools I question, does he have a tool shed? I don't know. He skates around 100 miles fucking hour and he looks great and he just doesn't do he's, anything. Yeah, he's young. I he's still young. think he's, you know, he's entry-level guys. Yeah, and then... He's had two playoff runs now, right? Like one of the conference final, one in the second round. He's going to know. He's going to be looked upon to be... He's going to have to take yeah. his game to another level. And, and some people may think, well, you never won one. And I, and I never did. But we're talking about this team that has the two best players on the fucking planet here. We're not talking about, you know... Um, the LA Kings or teams that have been, we're talking about, you have the two best players in the fucking yeah, world right now to play the game and you can't Fuck fucking help them get to the Stanley cup. Yeah. Come on boys. Mm-hmm. Like, come on here. It, it, we're not asking you to go out and score 10 goals in the fucking second round. Look what Jordan Martinuk did. We're going to get to him and on, get this guy a beer. Yeah. Jordan Martinuk had zero points in the first round. He had 10 in the second round. You got to do stuff that you're just not used to fucking I know. doing. W- winning comes from all players in the playoffs. Yeah. He, he, like when McDavid and Drysdale are doing what they're doing, they're still not going to win unless someone down this down the line of the train figures out how to fucking get their game to the next level totally. and figures out how to win a few games. They, those guys are going to win 60% of your wins or 70% of your wins. But yeah. the next 30, when you have those tight games, needs to come from fucking cousins. Needs to come from totally. someone like that. Like pick it up. You know, Edmonton found a little bit of it in the first round. They did. Yeah, we scored a big goal in game six. Austin, yeah, Yamamoto, big goals in game six against LA. I thought, like I said, Warren Fogle, I thought Fogle played better than out of his comfort zone and did stuff that. Mm -hmm. And and ups, you know, when it comes to five on five, they're not, they they weren't nearly good enough. And I think if you're Ken Holland and (laughs) look at me like telling him how to do his job, he's got more Stanley Cups than I ever imagined. But I think when you look at this team in a regular season, you can't get blinded by McDavid. And I know we tried, right? He got at Colby, pick up Bukestad, but like they're so good in the regular season that I think they they protect their holes, right? And then playoff starts like, oh shit, here we go again. So I think his job is to somehow realize I got to plug these holes. Like I can't go off the regular season because these guys are so good. Good luck though with Nurse. Like so this triple threat mentality of paying three guys like 10 million bucks or more. Like the, you know, Marners, Matthews, Taveras, Nylander type thing. You have McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nurse. I mean, that's not uh, good enough. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's great. Two of them. It's not good enough for your third $10 million guy. It, it's just not. Yeah. And, and listen, I think Nurse was playing as hard as he could. And, and there was times throughout my career where I had no confidence as a defenseman. Things aren't going your way. And I think it snowballed on him. And it's not his fault he's making nine bananas. But like you said, that is the contract that I think is ultimately putting them in the situation they're in. And that's what? They got six, seven more years of that. I'm trying to pull it up. It's right not now. perfect. It's not perfect. Where are the Oilers here? Well, I'll give you a sec. I mean, do right you trade? Do, does does Connor ask for a trade? Like, is this is this it? No, it's not it. So okay. Connor's 26. He's got three years left at 12 and a half. Leon's got now. This is the real question. Leon's got two years left at eight and a half. Now is Leon in, in a hurry to sign extension? Fuck no. Now that is where. You know, now if, if Leon leaves in two years and t- after 2024 and then McDavid has one year left, yeah. 
That's where I think I think they got two more years. Yeah, I, 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 maybe Drysdale surprises and, and signs next year. I don't know. No, but I, I'll tell you what. Knowing him, he he's passionate, and he I, I'm telling you what, he sticks by his word, and he likes the city of Edmonton. If he loves the city and loves his teammates, you know, maybe he stays. But he doesn't deserve to, you know, deal with any pressure on staying. He doesn't need. He doesn't owe that city anything. No, I agree. He doesn't owe the city anything. He should be able to say. I've given my heart and soul for this team. I've I've elevated my game to a place it's never been, to a place most guys have never even seen. And, you know, I deserve to go somewhere now where I'm the A, the top dog, or, you know, the team's well built and structured and focused on on a championship team and championship pedigree. Yeah. Then he goes somewhere. And 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 Kenny Holmes defense and listen, they need the cap to go up, right? No one knew that we're gonna no, get a, no, no one knew we we're gonna get a fucking pandemic here and the cap would go up two million bucks in four years or three years or whatever it's been. So the cap's eventually gonna go up, which they fucking need desperately. Yeah. And then my boy Vinny Darnay. I, I love this kid, but you could just tell he wasn't quite ready. And for me in the regular season, I thought he looked ready. I thought he was gonna take that next step to be almost a shutdown guy. He wasn't that guy either. And that, you know, he needed to be better. I thought Kulak and CC to me were, were probably besides Ekholm their most consistent. I thought Ekholm was their bestie. Bouchard offensively is nasty. Don't get me wrong; like his bomb is yeah. unbelievable. Listen, they'll be back. It just—I love the Oilers fans. I love that building. I, I honestly thought this was their year. I thought with with Colorado being out, Boston being out, Tampa being out, and, and Vegas had other thoughts. So, um, yep. it is what it is. We'll move on to your Seattle Kraken, buddy. Um, go ahead. Uh, you saw it. You envisioned it. I mean, listen, I, I, I laid it down and I said Kraken should get out of the first round. Um, it was a battle. They had two hard fought rounds, right? Seven games in both rounds. Um, they played great on the road. They played great at home. They fucking fought in every game they were ever in. They played a uh, super high paced in your face style of game. They got incredible goal goaltending. Grubhauer, you're back in the mix as a as a go to guy. Yeah, you he are. Really is. He proved me wrong. Even game seven last night, buddy, you made some incredible saves that were, um, you know, they were just unbelievable and kept your team in it. You know, the fact that they, you know, even this year they have a they have a first three second round picks, a third, a fourth, a fifth, two six, a seven. They're, they're going to load up on more guys this year. Um, they got to sign. You know, they got to bring in some high cut. If they want to get to the next level, they need some high end caliber talent, right? Yeah. Some really high end names to come in and help this team. But, um, you know, I, I love the way that that what's his name played down the stretch. The guy that scored all the fucking goals. What's his Bjorkstrom? name? Bjorkstrom. Bjorkstrom. Holy fuck. That Great guy. player. My what boy, Jane Schwartz. Sh Schwartzy. I He's mean, I know I know what you've you've been going through, buddy. You fucking played out of your mind and uh, you, you were big. You're a heart piece of that team. Uh, that team leaned on you. Um, you play with your heart on your sleeve. You, you played well. Congrats, buddy. Yeah, I think, listen, it was a great story. And, and you said, that, you know, you, there was a clip at the start of the playoffs where you said the boys are feeling it. Yeah. And fuck, you were right. And there's something to be said about feeling it at this time of year. And obviously, I, I was upset when they lost to the Avs. But this team is relentless. Ron Francis, I mean, a guy made all the right decisions. They're in a great, they're in a great position. I don't know if this is the year because of the UFA pool. And maybe wait another year till the cap goes up. But they put this team on the map. And now they got to, in my opinion, go out and get a legit, legit number one center or forward. Like, like Vegas went and got Jack Eichel. Maybe it's not this year. Maybe wait another year. And then you go out and get somebody that's fucking a legit superstar. Yeah. Because this team from top to bottom, Yanni Gord, Eberle, your boy Schwartzy, them all. They, yeah. they played, Brandon Tanev, they played unbelievable. I think they got their number one D and Vince Dunn. He's a, he's a restricted free agent. I think you lock him up. Uh, their D's as good as anyone. Mm -hmm. I just think now they need that one fucking game changer because they are relentless, man. Fuck, were they relentless? And it was a great story. Yeah, I know. I listened to Hackstall last night after, um, you know, on ESPN. He, he gave his, his post-game speech, and I think he just said from the moment he had this group in training camp, um, he realized that these guys – you know, they knew they had something special in there without the, the, the high star power, right? Yeah. They knew that there were a group of guys that could get something done and, and go on a special little run. And, and to me, it's a successful year for a team oh, like Seattle Kraken who get into the playoffs, who taste it, who have a young group. A lot of their guys, you know, Beneers, um, yeah. you know, some of their younger D, they, 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 these guys, this is a, a, a taste of 
of, you know, successful playoff hockey early in their career, it's only going to lead into something better eventually, right? They're going to be looked upon as veterans sooner than later. And, and to me, in a city like that, with a new, new team, new building, new fan base, it's a success, and they got to look and keep their heads high. Yeah, well said. It's a big-time success. Their fans, shout-out to the fans in Seattle. That place was fucking rocking every night. And, you know, after they, you know, go on a little bender here or whatever they do, and they take a couple of weeks to kind of – the motivation for them to get back in the gym, I mean, listen, they're, 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 they're on the map. No one's taking them for granted. You know, let's see what Ron Francis does in the offseason with, with adding some pieces to it. But they have a core foundation that they've built there. And like you said about Grubauer, if he can continue to play at the rate he did in the playoffs, this team's not going anywhere. So yeah. uh, as much as they cost me money throughout the playoffs, uh, good on him. It was a great story. Uh, Tea Times continues here, presented by TaylorMade, Updog, your New Jersey Devils. Um, go ahead. I mean, another <laughs> team that... that yeah, yeah, they just... Uh, you, you know, to me, the Devils were... Uh, they were an exciting team to watch. They play fast. I thought they had great coaching. They had some high skill in Pratt and in, in Brad and, and in Hughes. Um, Dougie Hamilton had a hell of a year. I thought he could have did a little more in the playoffs. Um, Eric Halla being a guy that, you know, brought in as a journeyman played well for them. Um, it's a group of guys that are going to stay together for a while. I see this team as a young team uh, playing in a division where they earned, you know, everything they got this year they earned. So um, again, I look at that as a success, a successful season coming off a fucking shitty, shitty year in 2020 totally. to 21, 22. And now these guys are, um, they're on the map again. And I just think they lost to, to a buzzsaw team who's playing well. Carolina is, is a hard team to play yeah. against built for the playoffs. Totally. I've been there every year. I have, and have had, I've had heartbreak and, and have been beaten out. That's what I mean. They've the been Devils, there. The, they looked a little unexperienced, inexperienced, unexperienced, In. inexperienced against a team like the Hurricanes that have been to the conference final, have lost in the second round, have got that fire in their belly. Yep. Listen, Jack Hughes, to me, we just, we went on about the Oilers, about Bugie and, and that, this kid got out of his comfort zone. This kid got a taste of playoff hockey. He proved he proved me wrong. I thought come playoff time that Jack Hughes might get pushed aside and not be big enough. Fuck that. He fucking got a little scrap with Aho. He got his tooth knocked out. He played great. He's unbelievable on the mic. This kid's swagger when he does interviews, it's unbelievable. I love it. This kid, yeah. I would love to go have a beer with him at Due West and, you know, maybe more than just one, right? He seems yeah. like a great kid. Nico Heischer proved to me that He's more than just a, you know, he's from Switzerland. This guy plays the right way. He plays hard. Uh, Palat's their veteran guy. To me, they got to bring in some more veteran guys. Now, a guy like Milan Lucic, who's a free agent. If I'm Tom Fitzgerald, maybe Lucic, you bring it on your foot. Like, they just got to bring in some bigger, heavier guys up front to help with these guys. Their back end is as good as anyone. Now, Severson and Graves are UFAs. We'll see what happens there. But they have a foundation here, Ups. They proved to me that. They're going in the right direction. As much as the fucking mutant fans are all over me. Listen, this is a good hockey club with a great young core. I think you got to bring in some veteran guys, don't you? Some no, old school veteran guys. Yeah, you, you is mentioned, there out there? You mentioned one there. Um, Rob Bertuzzo. Bobble. I mean, fuck. Why who, not? who knows? I don't know if St. I don't know what the plan is for the Blues and, and Bobo, but uh, I think he's still got some hockey left in him. He's won a Stanley Cup. He's a guy that plays fucking sandpaper hockey. Yeah. But you're right. It just needs a little fucking beef. And a little bit of uh, veteran help. And that could have been, you never know. It could have be a difference to get these guys uh, back in that spot and, and, and moving forward from there. So Yeah, and Timo Meyer, who's on RFA, I, I, would, I would probably lock him down. I'm sure that's first on Tom Fitzgerald's thing to do. I thought, listen, you guys want to talk about taking hitting out of the game. Timo Meyer getting hit by Trubo woke him the fuck up. He yeah. played so much better in the second round. I know they didn't get the results, but he was just kind of lost in the first round. A little bit, and that hit. Woke him up. Yeah. I thought he played better in the second round. Like he was like, holy shit. That here was we go. A hit. Wow. That, that was, was a hit. That was a body check. Uh, and shout out to Frosty. I mean, his hair looked great throughout the whole course of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Couldn't, he couldn't keep my eyes off him on the TV. Yeah. That guy's just everywhere. He's a pro. So up dog, you were right on the devils. Good, uh, good things ahead. Uh, last but not least here in T times. I got the fact daddy shirt on fact. Daddy, I love you, buddy. Uh, the Leafs. I'm going to start with the Leafs, please. I've been hearing these interviews about we believe in this core. We believe, we believe, we believe. <laughs> believe what? You, you won five fucking playoff games. What do you believe in? Oh, you want to stay together? No, no shit you want to stay together. You play in the mecca of hockey that they treat you unbelievable. You heard Ryan O'Reilly say in his post-playoff press conference how good everything is. The front office, 
the people that work for the team, the way they get treated, the the room, like they're the New York Yankees of hockey. Yeah, I get you don't want to leave. To me, Uppy, something's got to be done. Like, I just don't think you continue to keep these four together. <sighs> they just didn't play hard enough, Ups. They just didn't play hard enough. They shouldn't have got by Tampa. Uh, without O'Reilly, I don't think they do get by Tampa. To me, they just didn't play hard enough. I don't think it's on Kyle Dubnas. I think Sheldon keeps a good coach. We'll see what happens with them. Mitch Marner, Will and Nylander, Matthews, Tavares. I think Tavares tries as hard as he can. You got to play harder. They just didn't play hard enough. And Florida came in there and fucking bitch slapped them around, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, every year, I think these guys have gone into those post uh, postseason meetings. You know, two days after the season's over, Dubas gets his chance to speak. Matthews gets his chance. Marner gets his chance um, when Marner's not going to the movies. Um, <laughs> And, and they say the same thing every year, right? It's, it's, I love this team. I love my teammates. Never been on a closer team before. Yeah. You know, we're going to be able to do this. You, you know, we're going to have a better chance next year. We're going to you know, work on our game. We're going to do this. Um, for me, it's, it's got to be fucking something's drastic got to change. It's got to like be some sort of, you know, meteor coming in and just <laughs> boom and blowing the thing up. Yeah. I, I, I why not? But fuck it. Why yeah. not? It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, the, the new guy coming in isn't going to take this this leftover like like you know shit yeah this bad recipe of of non tasty grandma's fucking spaghetti <laughs> like it's not working no yeah. one wants it we want to change things up we got to yeah uh, winning one series does nothing it actually they shouldn't have won that series either it, well it it did nothing because they only won one more game right they yeah. won they won one more game than the Tampa Bay Lightning yeah that's it or two, two more, more games yeah it's fucking nothing when you when a fan base is dying for a run like a run that's you know a, a, another game seven how about give us a fucking you know game six or game seven in a you know hard fought fucking second yeah. third round series when you don't get there nothing successful it's been four five five years now under dubis at least let's go five to seven maybe and doesn't work people are gonna say it's a close series of bounce could go here or there and, that, and that's true to me they didn't play inside ice enough don't get me wrong when neilander gets it on the outside and marner come here and matt like it's but as you watch florida they just stayed inside and then bobowski played great to me they didn't get to enough inside ice and for kyle dubness he looks he tried you know, there's the old saying, lipstick on a pig. It's just, but he tried. He made so many moves. They need a right-handed defenseman to play with Morgan Riley. Now, um, Dumba is a UFA. I don't know if that's a guy, but they need a right-handed D-man to play with Morgan Riley. And there was yep. people going into this series, Uppy, that were like, oh, Morgan Riley's not their best defenseman. He's their best defenseman by far. 100%. It's not even close. But he doesn't. He shouldn't be the best defenseman. He needs a right-handed D-man that he can play with, that can yep. move the puck in. And Luke Shen, he played unbelievable. He played great. Yeah, with he did. He's a great pickup for great sixth, pickup. for six and fifth. Yeah, to he shouldn't be playing yeah. with your top best defenseman, and I'm sure Luke yeah. would say that. So, um, and to me, the Leafs fans, you mentioned it. Growing up, I was a diehard Leafs fan. Leafs fans have been given a bad rap about not getting excited. They were excited. They played. They were fired up. They were drinking outside. The the, the ACC no question, was rocking. The fans were great. Fans in the league, yeah. they were the, they were great this year. They are as hungry as any fan base, obviously. The guys, I don't know, man. I, I think if those boys are looking at themselves today, up dog, it's got to be like, man, right? Did we give it everything? Did Mitch Marner give it everything he had, right? I put a lot of stress on top players. Like, you got you to gotta, like, be the guy. You're making fucking $11 million. Yeah. You're the reason, man. Yeah, I know. And, and, but, but again, that's just the way the team's made up, though. When you give those guys that deal, three of them, you need to understand that this is, it's all going to fall on them. It's all falling on them and you. So, totally. at, you know, talk shows and fucking the boys on overdrive and it's, yeah. it's the same <laughs> shit. You got to fucking, you got to blow this thing up. Yeah. It's got to be a big move. Nylander, got to move him out of there. Tavares, you can't. Nylander's got one more year know, left at 6.9. Like, he's going to get a raise and, you know, he just... You know, you got to move him while he can. Do you move him for a great piece, like a young, you know, prospect or a young defenseman that's already, yeah. you know, stabilizes, you know, is anyone from the Colorado Avalanche going to be on the, the block for, for a defenseman? Is it, is it Taves? Is it Byram? Is it? I mean, Sam I would Gerard? trade, I would trade Sam Gerard, but Sam Gerard's not what the Leafs no. need. But William, William, William Nylander is exactly what the Avalanche need though. If you're fucking throwing that out there, that would be, yeah. be a great fit in Colorado. Great fit. But they need a right-handed defense. Bull Byram's not getting traded. I'll call, I'll call Joe myself. Yeah, yeah, I hope Or not. the new GM. What's his name? McFarlane. <laughs> um, and listen, we, 
we made decent money, right? We made decent money. But when you're making this much money and we do the same thing every day as we practice, we work out, we come here and you're making $11 million. There's more pressure on you. Yeah. That's just the way it fucking is. Like if I'm making 2 million and you're making 11, fucking bring it. Yeah. And that's what comes with those, with those contracts. If it's fair or not, I don't care. But when I played and I looked at the guys that were our best players making the most money, you got to be our best players. Now it's on me and Uppy to do our part and chip in and help out. But you can't ask to be the same as you. You're, you're, you're our best players. That's why you're making that money. And to me, these guys, again, if you let them off the hook and bring the band back together again, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again with the same result. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. But I think Kyle Dumas tried everything he could. Yeah. I really do. I really do. I really do. So uh, tea times. I wonder what they're doing in Toronto. Are they? Uh, it must be how Does that team have a year in Bender or what? I, I don't know. Probably not in town, Peter. though. Yeah, uh, in town, yeah. Well, I'm sure they go for a couple of pints, but get out of there. They're all getting out Where of there. Where do you right? go? Florida? Miami for the weekend or what? What would you do if your boys hop in the burger going to Miami? Niagara. <laughs> Good go club. jump out of a fucking Good strip club. Yeah. Niagara. Good strip clubs. Go jump out of a, a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Some of them probably want to. Um, that was our uh, Tea Times presented by our good friends at TaylorMade. Check it out. Sign up for our giveaway. The Rumor Mill, it's back, presented by Candidips. Now, this is my rumor, and this is just me throwing it out. This is just what I think. I think Austin Matthews, even though after what he said yesterday about wanting to be in Toronto, I don't know. I, I think he's going to move on. And to me, the LA Kings would be a great spot for the Toronto Maple Leafs to trade him. And to me, Dursey, Velarde, Byfield, and maybe a first rounder. I don't know if that's something LA would do, but I just think Matthews is a great fit if he does want to move to LA because they got Kopitar and that Philip Deneau, two rock solid two way players. You put Matthews, let him play with Kemp, boom, they do some fucking. I just think if he does want to leave, in my opinion, the LA Kings are the best spot for him because we don't know what's going on in Tempe with the new barn. I don't think Matthews probably wants to go play in the mullet. I just think. I'm starting the rumor, Matthews to the Kings. I think we started it last year, but I just think that'd be a great fit. And those pieces yeah. going back to Toronto would help out tremendously. I'd like to see him down in Cali. That'd be um, great. But okay, so before July 1, he is a unprotected, yeah, basically, we got one year left on an unprotected deal. On Ju After July 1, he's got no trade no move. move. No move. No move. So, so right now, you know, you got to say the Leafs, even though Austin Matthews came out yesterday and said that he wants to stay here this is his ultimate goal. Loves it here again. Blah, 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 blah. It's the same stuff they all say at the end of the year because yeah. they love it there. Yes, it's fucking you get treated well and you like playing there because it's whatever. But okay. The Toronto Maple Leafs, they got to listen to offers right now. Right? He's got to listen to everything. So if, you know, rumors were Chicago Blackhawks might be firing out whatever. They might offer the Leafs million. everything. And, and give the guy, and they, maybe they offer fucking Austin Matthews a $16 million deal, you know, per yeah. year, whatever. I don't know. Max it out. Um, he's going to go through some heartache for the first years, but he's got Connor Bedard coming in. Chicago Blackhawks are known to have, well, now cap space and an opportunity to build perhaps another dynasty around those two guys if he goes in. Great city, whatever. Um, no more great history. No more Tavern on Rush, but no that's okay. No more Tavern on Rush. Right. Good golf, though, and, and, you know, great jerseys, great barn great jerseys um but so you know do i think something gets done maybe unless he signs by july 1 the toronto maples are crazy not to offer well, not say, to listen to yeah these so dubas said dubas said is dubas uh, gonna dubas, stick around dubas said, if, I, if i don't if i don't stay here i'm taking time off and he said that was a tough trying you know season on his family yeah Listen, I don't have family. I don't have kids, right? I don't have nephews in my, my, but like to me being a GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's stressful, but people have a harder life than you, Kyle. No, but listen, There's I think people he knows. people that don't have any fucking money. Yep. What are you talking about? Tough on your, like you're making whatever being the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think he knows he's out. I think he knows he's out and that was that they wanted to not do this right away. So they're giving him like, they told him what's going to happen Yeah. and they allowed him to go to the media with whatever kind of answer he wanted. And, you know, he's leaning on his family right now. Yeah. saying he doesn't know what happens, but he knows he's not fucking coming back. So I think if he's gone, I think Keith's then gone. So now you got a new GM you got to bring in that yep. has to get Austin Matthews. In, and he's got a month and a half. Yeah, that's right. By just, next week, I think, I, I would say Dubas is gone by next week. I would say if Dubas is gone, that even makes me think more Matthews doesn't stay there. Yeah, no, I, I How agree. are they going to get this deal done? An eight-year deal, unless they just come out and say, Matthews, what do you want? I want fucking 15 well, million. Well, you're going to say if you, nah, but he, if he stays in Toronto and wants to win, he can't take that deal. He's going to look like the biggest selfish prick on the planet. So I think he's, I, I think he's, he's out. I think you heard it here. Dubas gone. 
Keith gone, new GM, new coach by next week, making hard decisions to keep Austin Matthews around. And I think it's either him or it's Marner or one of those, one of those two kids are getting, are getting dealt. Yeah. And I guess when you think of the kid, like trade to the Kings, like how are they going to fit Matthews 11.6 under the cap? Right. I don't think Jersey, Filardi and Byfield all together make 11. I, they probably don't. So it's going to have to be more than that. Right? Yeah. Because the cap's only going up. You would eat bucks. some salary obes and you would get a draft pick in there too. Okay. So let's see here. Where is this fucker? Velarde. Yeah. He makes 825. Tough start. Jersey makes 1.7 and Byfield makes a million bucks. So no, it's not even close. No. So maybe you trade. Do you trade Victor Arvidsson? Do you trade Ayafalo? You know, they're making 4.2 to get the, get it up. I don't know. I just, I just think, and this is why it's so hard to make trades. I just think LA is a great fit for him. I think if he looked at it, he'd be like, I can come in here. I got my shutdown fucking Hall of Famer Kopitar. I got Philip Deneau. I can just come in here and play with Kempe and snap it around. And I live in LA on the beach. I, I don't know. It just to Darnell me. Nurse for, for Austin Matthews. <laughs> That's, that'll get Kenny Hall and fired. So, uh, another rumor mill <laughs> yeah, here. Chris Johnston actually grew up around where I did, this fucking guy. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly will test the free agent market. I figured that. Should. That's why I'm going to throw it out here, Fact Daddy. Fact Daddy. Sign with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know they don't have any cap space either, but find a way to get the Fact Daddy to play. I, I just would love to see him in Tampa with Coop and the boys. It's just a perfect team for him. And they'll win. They had a chance to win another one. And he can work on his golf game. No state tax. Yeah. John Cooper's the man. Yeah, great schools. Ryan Tampa Ryan, Bay. Yeah. Yeah, like you told See, me. I don't think of that stuff. Eh? I'm just thinking, fuck it, let's play some puck. Yeah. <laughs> let's play some puck and puck and go out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, good schools. Yeah, I guess I got good schools too. I don't fucking know. But does that not seem like a good fit for the fact that you Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I don't know how closely tied he is with, uh, with going back to his old squad. I think we've I talked about that earlier. I think there's probably interest there. You know, I know he still has his house, but it, you know. Maybe no, that's going I, I up think, for sale. I think for sure he's going to talk to Army, 100%. Yeah. And maybe they talked before. And, and I'd love said, to see just Fact Daddy going somewhere where he's enjoying hockey. And uh, he felt a lot of pressure this last couple of years being the captain of the St. Louis Blues. Too much. There was a lot of pressure. He put there. too much pressure on himself. And uh, I, I'd like to see him enjoy hockey, play hard, compete. He's got a lot of hockey left in him. For sure. Um, but, you know, with a young, growing family and a guy that's won a cup and a con Smythe, he obviously wants to win. Just, just listen to the offers. Pick a spot. I like Tampa Bay with Obes. I think that'd be great. That just seems to um, because they don't play a fast pace, right? He just fact yeah. that he likes to slow her down, which yeah. I love about him. Right? He wants to dust her off a little bit. Tampa doesn't play like Cooch slows her down. They don't play yeah. a high tempo. So to me, I mean, let's let's be honest. Without Ryan O'Reilly wearing a Leafs jersey this year, Tampa Bay Lightning are still playing. In a lot of ways, are still playing. <laughs> are still playing. Yeah. Um. I'm going to try to reach out to the fact daddy, see if we can get him on. It was, he gave me crickets the first time I asked uh, him. So maybe might, I'll ask him another yeah, time. But uh, the rumor mill presented by our good friends at Canada's promo code curfew Cali Updog NHL awards. Uh, Cody, Cody C note owes me a dinner at Nobu. Mm-hmm. Maddie Kachuk is a finalist for the heart. Well-deserved. Uh, I think these are the three that got it right. I know Leon probably, he probably doesn't give a fuck, but uh, McDavid pastor took uh, Maddie Kachuk. Unbelievable for the heart. Vesna, Hellebeck, Sorokin, Allmark. I think they got that right. And then, Uppy, this one jumped out to me because you stuck up for Carlson a lot this year on Missing Curfew. The players have spoken. Ted Lindsay Award, McDavid, Pasternak, and Carlson. So that shows to me that these guys in the league realize how hard it is for a guy to get that many points as a D. So yeah. you, you've been saying it all year, bro. Yeah, and we don't know, Obes, because we weren't on the ice with these guys, of just how dominant, you know, of play that they, you know, obviously when you say you look at games now, you look at it as a coach. Well, these guys were on the ice with these guys, right? These are guys day in, day out that looked across and said, fuck, here's Carlson on the ice again. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got to watch my back. Yeah, Whether I'm a jumping. D or I'm a forward, this guy's doing things that have never been done in, in how many years? 40, 50 years since Bobby Orr, um, since Brian Leach. Like, this guy put up numbers that, you know, you, you, you just, you're forced to be like, wow. Yeah. You know? Um, Pasternak, what a year the kid put together after even a slow start. Yeah. Um, you know, the Hart Trophy, Wow Connor, like the fucking congrats. Yeah. Know, on another no, I know. third Hart Trophy. It's just like if you're up for the Hart, like Maddie's, he's, he'll go to Nashville, obviously, but you just know you're not going to win, right? No, but you're going to have a good time. Great time. You're not nervous. Maddie deserves it, man. You're not nervous. You're actually like, wow, I get fucking, what a year. You know, what a year. My squad's still playing. And out of these three, 
he's still the only guy playing. That says a lot, right? Does it ever. Um, so congrats to those guys. What an honor again. Uh, Nashville, by the way. Maybe the, boys, maybe the boys go there on a little little trip. Break out the monkey bum there, G twenty six. It's sticky. It's I've be been there for a drive. My second year in the league, they asked us, uh, me and Ham Hughes and Toots, to all go down and, and participate in the NHL draft. Did Ham Hughes hang out with you and Toots it a lot was afterwards? Fucking, <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah. Could he keep yeah, up? He'd just laugh at us. Yeah, he's probably the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, eh? Hammer's a good guy. Nice guy. Yeah, quiet, nice guy. But 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 boy, it is hot there. You're right. <sighs> And the bars, like, you know, you're going out to the bars and there's not much AC in these fucking bars. They just open the windows. Everyone's sweating. And is drinking. that the weekend after uh, Bonnaroo? That is the weekend. Uh, yeah, it's the weekend after Bonnaroo. I might go in for Saturday. Maybe we just go into Bonnaroo, rent a house in Nashville, spend the week there, do a pod, go to the finals, go to the awards, spend the whole week there. <laughs> Bring out all the monkey bum you could possibly find. <laughs> I don't know shit. Um, all right, up dog, get this guy a beer presented by our good friends at Labatt. Blue USA, Pete DeBoer. Justin Williams has a nickname, Mr. Game 7. Pete DeBoer is coming for him. He's 7-0 and in Game 7s. And I want to say, I noticed this, like he's such a calming influence on the fucking yeah. behind the bench that he's probably the perfect coach for Game 7. Like I wouldn't be the perfect coach because I'd be fucking up and down like a fucking toilet seat. I'd be like, fuck, what are you doing? Up and get it out of great play. Like he was just the whole game, nice and chill. So I think his... His personality and his calming influence is why he's 7-0. Get him a blue light. Absolutely. And, um, you know, a big fan of yours anyway. Said, I, hi, said hi to you at the All-Star yeah, yeah. game. Good guy. Great guy. Listen, I saw I, him at Factor Stanley Cup party. You ago. did, right? Yeah, nice. years ago. Yeah, good dude. No, he's a great guy. And, uh, I mean, 7-0 and is accomplishment. But yeah, and he always wears three-piece suits. You know what I'm saying? You know, if he's Mr. Uh, if our boy... Um, Justin Williams is Mr. Mr. Game, game seven. seven. This guy's he's just you know he's coming for the coach. Yeah, game seven. He's just get Pete DeBoer behind the bench if it's game seven. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Martinuk, man, we talked about him earlier. Zero points in the first round. This is what I'm talking about. Getting out of your fucking comfort zone. This guy plays hard. He's a he likes missing curfew. We're gonna try to get him on. He might be a Stanley Cup champ when we do. Ten points against the Devils. Get Jordan Martin a blue light. Wow. What a series, man. What a series is right. What a fucking series. A couple snipes, too, like coming down the wing. I mean, he said some shorties, too. Buddy. Like, like a fucking Carolina Hurricanes are no bueno. I mean, dude, that's a guy that played in the fourth line, got an opportunity. Uh, to me, it's unbelievable. Another guy I want to give some love to, Nick Cousins scoring the OT winner against the Leafs. Get him a blue light. What up a here. toy. What a toy. That's a guy that just fucking, like you always say about, you know, some guys got to take one-year deal. Some guys got to go on PTOs. Heaven forbid you got to go back down to the jungle like I did. But this guy fucking waited for an opportunity. I believe he's on a one-year deal with the Cats. He's been unbelievable. He's a good Belleville, uh, Belleville, Ontario guy. He's got a little bit of Brad Richardson in him on and off the ice. He's a fucking beauty. So Nick Cousins, get a blue light, bud. How about a boy Jack Eichel making the third round for the first time in his career? You just see how happy he is in the playoffs and how just elevated he's actually brought his game. Um, And then I think... And this is just from, you know, outside looking in. And I've, I've watched, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights play a lot live lately. But the team just is, is they're, they're a better team around him. They're, they, oh. they, they act more confident. They know, like, the power play has been better, obviously. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, having Stone back in the lineups helped. But, but Jack Eichel is a big reason why the Vegas Golden Knights were able to push through the Oilers, push through the first round. Now they're up against Dallas. You know, I'd love to see just these guys are... They've been together a while too, yeah. And, and they've been, you know, I think this is the fourth time they've made it to the conference finals in the ba- in the past, you know, six years they've been around the league. Like this is yeah. this team is is ready to rock and roll. Ike's in Game Six alone was so big and so strong against the Oilers. They just he just bitch slapped them all. He just said, "Get the yeah. fuck off me! This is my bisky." And Ike's is absolutely rolling. So I'm happy for him. Get him a blue light. Um, yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. So. That was presented by our friends at Labatt Blue USA. The Milk Carton Updog presented by Life Force. Promo code curfew. I got to put our home country, Canada, on the Milk Carton. 30, 30 years. 30 fucking years. I thought if there was ever going to be a fucking year that this might have been it between Edmonton and Toronto. So the good people back home, I'm sorry. You got to wait. I, I don't know if I believe that Gary doesn't want a, a cup back in Canada. I'm not the biggest Gary Bettman fan, but I don't think Gary's like anti People are saying that. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's been a tough bounce. And obviously there's not a lot of teams up there. I mean, he, so he's been the commissioner for 30 years. Is that, 
Uh, Gary Bettman Gary has Bettman been the commissioner, been commissioner for 30 years. Fucking long and, it's been. and it's been 30 years. I just think the coincidence is too much. Yeah. You know? 93. Let's time to maybe switch it up. I think the worst part is the last team to win it too was the Montreal Canadiens. It's not like the Vancouver Ducks no. or the or Toronto Maple Leafs. Edmonton's or Edmonton been to the finals. Ottawa's been to the finals. Calgary's been to the finals. I yeah, mean, they've had some chances. They have. They've had some chances. Shit. I'd like to see a Canadian team win it here sooner than later. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to. You got to uh, think that man, Edmonton's going to win one eventually. I really here. thought I was going to watch McDavid and Dreisaitl lift that fucking cup. <sighs> They, 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 they just—they're too good. I know. You know, they're thinking Scott, the same thing right they're now. They're too good. Whatever they're doing, they're thinking, "How the fuck are we not still playing? We're too good for this." I, I, uh, Canada thinking about you back home, and then yeah. uh, Robertson and Dallas. I'm putting them on the milk carton. If they have any chance of beating, then this, you got to put them on the milk carton. He hadn't didn't get a goal on the whole series against um, Seattle. He's got to be better. He just to me looks right now that he's a little bit slow and. Eh. Get in there, buddy. Bend yeah. your fucking knees. Get on our sticks. Yeah, Go to the net. Give your balls a touch. Watch some tape of you playing in the regular season because you were unstoppable. Yeah. They're going to need him because Pavolsky's been unbelievable. Ben's been good. Sagan's playing hard. Rope Hintz. Rope Hintz has been unbelievable. Haskin has been unreal. Um, so, Robertson, you're on the milk cart. Hopefully, they'll give you a bump like yep. they did for Nugent Hopkins. Let's and go. then I've had some people in our social reach out to me. They want me to put Jay Woodcroft on the milk carton for not going to Campbell. So... I don't know. You had some info, didn't you? Uh, well, fucking... yeah. I listened to your show yesterday. We had Marty Barra, my old, uh, my old French goalie, who you know on radio. God, sometimes I can't hardly understand him. <laughs> but he had some insight as a goalie on why they did not choose to put him in. And I guess throughout the course of the last couple of weeks in the playoffs, Jack Campbell could not decide whether he wanted to wear Vaughn gear or fucking Bauer gear or CCM or whatever the other one was. Yeah. And that he would show up and in practice, he would wear a set this time and a set that time. And he was like fighting it. And yeah. so they're like, how do we know what we're going to get if we put him in to start one of these games? And, and I kind of get it, but Skinner, man, it, such a great year he had and such yeah. a phenomenal, you know, all-star game. And then the stretch he put together in February, March, April, it, I feel like it's, it, it falls on him more than Woodcroft because- you know, as a goalie, you just got to find ways to, to just stop that puck, man. Eh, you know, whether you're younger or you're fucking older, like Marty, you know, Marty Broder at the end of his day, he's been, you know, winning all these fucking accolades. Your job's to stop the puck when you got two of the best players in there. Yes, your D struggle, but kind of falls on you. Jay Woodcroft, I mean, I mean, I, guy, I, guy's I, a young coach. I know he has, he has great intention and, and he gets the guys to get up and play hard, but that's just a tough one. I just, listen, I, I, Campbell probably, I mean, I didn't know that. That's as a coach, that's going to worry you a little bit, but Skinner to me, like, and you mentioned down the stretch, he didn't have to be that good down the stretch. They were no. playing so well that he just, and he looked like a rookie in there and that's what scared me. So, uh, from the Oilers day, should Jay Woodcroft, you are on the milk carton. Uh, that was presented by life force promo code curfew conference finals preview up dog. Here we go. We're down to four. Um, I went three for four in the second round. You had a tough second round. Zero for four. That happened. So you had a good first round. Uh, yeah. Yes. I had a terrible first eight. round, bud. Seven for eight in the first round? Seven for eight in the first round. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, tough. What do you one. think here? Both Florida, four. Carolina. What do you got, buddy? Who are you picking? What are your thoughts? What do you got? I got, you know what? My Florida Panther fans out there, I, I, you're going to hate me, but I, I just think Carolina is, uh, right now, out of the teams, I think they're the team to beat. I, I honestly do. Twitter said the same thing today. I said, I, I, I I know the team. They've been there forever under Brindamore. Freddie Anderson's healthy and playing well. They're big. They're strong. They're built for playoffs. Their special teams are good. Aho could arguably be a, you know, a Conn Smythe finalist right now. Um, you know, you look at the season series. It was 2-1 Hurricanes. Three brothers in this. Uh, Fucking Stahl reunion. Three brothers. Eric Mark and Jordan Stahl facing off against each other. Um I think it's going to be a battle, but I think the Carolina Hurricanes are the team to beat. Hurricanes in what? I'd say Hurricanes in uh, six. Yeah, the, you, everything you said is bang on, and this is this is a series where you know really whoever wins are going to be happy for right. If you don't like Rod the Bod and everything that he's done in Carolina, I love Freddie Anderson and Jordan Martinuk. Then they're a team, right? They've had their three best players get hurt. Yeah, there's chance of what's his nuts coming back. His name yeah. starts with Nidim, a T. Namaki uh, or no, no, no. Um, Tulavainen or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh yeah, yeah, he's coming back. That's so that I will help. Guys. That will help. Um, 
listen, I'm going to go. I'm going to take the Florida Panthers in six. And I think the rest for Matty Kachuk is huge. I think these last three or four days huge. off that he's had, I think it's going to rejuvenate him. To me, he looked tired at the end of the Florida series. I think Matty's going to be unbelievable in this series. Uh, I think Bobrovsky has found his Vesna form. Um, and I, I, listen, it's going to be the hardest series for the Panthers for sure. And I know that's they play Boston. They yep. came back from 3-1. No, it is. It's going to be a, it's going to be tough. Um, I'm going to take, like I said, the Panthers in six because of Maddie. And I just wanted to say these videos of Paul Maurice on the bench. Get on her, get yeah, her, baby. Yeah. Get on her, baby. Get a piece of baby. Yeah. Get a piece of baby. Get on her, baby. Yeah, get on her, baby. He's the man. I finally, finally, he's getting ISO camped like the right way. You yeah. know, a lot of cameras on him, a lot of eyes, a lot of mics. Yeah. I love it. And I, think, I think for the fans, uh, Carolina fans, if people didn't know, you're going to know how good they are. Florida, mm-hmm. keep rocking. I think this is going to be a better series than people believe. And then moving out west up, dog. Two of the bigger teams left, which makes me feel good. A, a big Vegas team against a big Dallas team. Uh, who do you like in this one? Or what are your thoughts on the West final? I like, uh, I like the way these teams match up. Oops, uh, season series was 3-0 for the Stars. Uh, it is what we can call the Western final rematch during the bubble. Um, two well-coached teams. I mean, Bruce Cassidy's brought this team in his first year right to the finals. Same with DeBoer. Um, both teams seem like they're playing their best hockey as of late. Dallas stars just had a battle. The Vegas yeah. golden Knights probably didn't expect to beat the Oilers in six. I would say they got out of that scot free, not having to go seven games against, you know, arguably two of the best players in the world. So, so I think the Vegas golden Knights are a little rested. Um, my advantage in this is going to fall to the Vegas golden Knights. I, I, I see them being a team that's they've been together. They've, um, you know, they, they had a taste of the finals, you know, in, in previous years. So has Dallas, but, um, you know, being in that T-Mobile arena, feeling the energy in there, I kind of, I'm leaning on the Vegas Golden Knights, my friend. Vegas and what? Vegas and seven. That's what I'm going to. I'm going Vegas and seven. And listen, I took Vegas at the start of the year. I got him at plus 1800. So I got that future bet going. Oh, but it doesn't have the same feel to me because I, I did take the Oilers. So I wish I would have taken Vegas because now I really have some momentum going. But listen, for me, I think Vegas' six defensemen are better than Dallas' 60. Yep. Now, they may have the best D in Dallas with what's his nuts, the Finnish guy, Heskinen. Yep. Heskinen. Mm-hmm. He's fucking playing unbelievably. Played 32 minutes in game seven and like 32 pretty like I got everything under control here. Yeah, yeah. Um, goaltending, I think Aiden Hill's been the best goalie for Vegas. I thought he was their best goalie heading into the playoffs, so he doesn't scare me. But Ottinger, I would probably give the advantage to them. But to me, Vegas is the best team left. Um, I just think they're the they're the best structured team. They got the most depth. Uh, it's going to be a great series up, dog. This is going to have a little old school feel to it. Yeah, it will. Jamie Ben's playing great. Second's playing great. So I'm going Vegas in seven. Uh, but I think it's going to be a great series. So. Can't wait. We're down to the nitty-gritty, fella. Four let's teams go, left baby. here. Semis. Uh, let's see if we can make some money here in the conference finals. But up, dog. What a weekend. Good having you back. Maxi Binger, Hall Pass Media. That was Missing Curfew. Fella. I know. <laughs> <laughs>